0: Welcome back, guys, to the Endless Horizon podcast. This is episode three. I am your host, Ondo. If this is your first time listening to us, Endless Horizon is a podcast that was created to show you that your past does not define your future. And no matter the obstacle and difficulties you may be facing or have faced, you have everything within you to prevail. In addition, I do want to tell you that the podcast will take various shapes where I will be discussing a series of topics with my co-hosts, Some of them will be personal development. Some of them will be everyday life. And some of them will be just casual talk because taking things too seriously is probably not the way to go about life all the time. In addition, I do want to talk to you guys about the fee associated with this podcast. And the fee is actually free. All I ask of you is that if you get value from this podcast or you learn something or you had a takeaway that bettered your life or made your life and circumstances better, I do want you to share this with a friend, okay? I'm fairly active on Instagram. The episodes will be soon uploaded on YouTube as well. So I really depend on you guys to share the wealth of knowledge because as you get better, people around you get better as well. Also, if you're tagging anybody on a post or a story, please, please, please let them know why you're tagging them. I oftentimes get tagged on things on Instagram and I truly don't know what they are, so I just overlook them. So I think it's quite important for you to give context to people if you're tagging them. So guys, with that said, today I do want to talk to you about a series of hurdles that we face throughout life. And these are things that we commonly try to overcome. We don't always have the success, but there are things that are challenges in our life. I'm not going to try to drag this on for too long because I do want to go into detail with some of the experts that I'm going to bring on the show. But let's be honest. There are various reasons why we stop doing what we love doing. You know what they are. And some of them we don't know because they're subconsciously planted in us. We start sabotaging our own progress because of our inability to understand our thought process. Okay? I'm not… Trying to get too holistic here, but I'm going to try to keep it very, very simple, okay? What do you want to overcome? That is a question you need to ask yourself. What you want to overcome depends on who you want to be in life. Not what you want to do, but who you want to be. If you want to be the vice president of a company in five years, you need to ask yourself, what does that person look like? How does he think? Feel? How do they carry themselves? How do they elaborate? How do they speak? How do they write? Okay? So anytime that you set a goal or intention of the future, what you have to do is embody that character in order for you to become that character. You can't become something that you don't know what it looks like. Now, the finished product is not a carbon copy of what your vision is. He or she may be even better. But he or she is never less. And that I can tell you with 100% certainty. Future self has to be felt in order for it to become reality, okay? So I want you to keep this in mind as you are doing visualization exercises. Are you thinking about the future? Are you trying to picture how things are going to look for you in the next six months, year, two years, ten years, whatever it may be? And here are some of the common, common, common obstacles that prevent us from bettering our lives and becoming who it is that we want to become. Number one, and you can take notes if you want. I'm going to share this on Instagram in the future. So I'll have some slides in that you can reference. But if you want to write it down, feel free. Number one is you're too hard on yourself and seriousness or judgment is blinding you. Does that sound familiar? That's called a perfectionist tendency, okay? That is where nothing that you do will ever be good enough. And I can tell you exactly why. Because all all of your accomplishments or being is attached to your being. Meaning if you don't do something good enough, you haven't cultivated the self-compassion to be okay with it. Because you haven't realized that the things that you do have nothing to do with the person that you are as a whole, your being, they're separate, okay? So don't overshadow all of your small accomplishments and the victories that add up to life's greatest joys. You have to be able to rediscover the true personality and dreams of your authentic self, even the parts that you thought were buried forever. Guys, we bury our potential with limited beliefs, okay? We do that, and it's a trained behavior. It's a conditioned state that was passed on by our caretakers. It was not your fault, but it is your responsibility to change. So here's number two. You give freely, even when you have nothing left to give. Oh man, that one sounds all too familiar for me. You know, I get a lot of DMs from you guys saying, hey, I'm always doing for people and always giving them money or helping them, but they're never doing anything for me. I usually have to pause because I've been in that situation before. And I can understand why. There's a level of disappointment and sadness. Here's the thing. If you're going to give, you have to give with no expectations of receiving. That is the only way you can give. The moment that you cultivate expectation of receiving is the moment that you're setting yourself for potential heartache and disappointment and resentment at a later point. So if you're giving... You're not giving with the intention of receiving. Now, if you're loaning somebody money, it's quite different, but even that has to be calculated. But if you're giving, giving means you're exchanging something without anything in return, which means that you can't have the thought that something is going to be returned. Okay? So, givers, sometimes you put yourself last. A self-care is overwhelmed by the demands of work, relationships, and your community. We tend to put up walls and... Become a little jaded. What we need to do is create healthy boundaries to ensure that you'll never sacrifice your well being. And that's something that everyone will benefit from. The word boundary is, is scary and can be scary and was very scary for me. I thought at some point that boundaries meant that I'm very selfish, that it's all about me. But this couldn't be further from the truth. Most people do not have boundaries. Which is why, at times, humans resort to gossip behavior. Can I tell you why? Because we never set the boundaries for them to understand what it is that they can and cannot say or do to us and for us. They don't know. And is it their fault they don't know? Uh, A little bit. But it's mostly our fault for not setting those expectations. And we set those expectations not in a way where it's derogatory or creates difficulties. We create those boundaries by being authentic, by showing our true self. And that means we have to live an authentic life. We can't fake it, okay? So next time you're wondering how to create boundaries, well, if you're living authentically, you will know when to say no. No is the first and most powerful way to set boundaries. I'm not telling you to go say no to everything, but say no when you don't believe in something. Say no when it's not convenient for you. No is not bad, as long as it aligns with your core values. The worst thing you could do is say yes to something you don't believe in. The worst thing you could do is say yes to a commitment. And then when the time comes to actually follow through with that commitment, you resent the fact that you even said yes. Okay, so don't do that. Number three, your self-worth is tethered to accomplishments. You sacrifice what you want in pursuit of the things that you think you need. Work often takes time away from family, which leaves you feeling guilty and isolated. This one sounds pretty familiar too for some of you. It sounds familiar to me. Without a clear vision and protected values, you're working too hard without enough rewards. Designate time and energy for love, laughter, fun. You have to. And the meaningful moments that make it all worth it. This one really hits home for me because I never understood what it meant to separate my accomplishments from who I was as an individual. And this took some time to learn and some difficult lessons came from it. There's nothing wrong with sacrificing things for your future self. Okay. And sacrifice does not mean you sacrifice the things that are of most importance. That could be your family. I don't know. It could be your dog. It could be your career. There is variations. Okay. This is all different for everybody. It's quite unique to your personal circumstances. So I can't speak for you. You know what they are. Accomplishments are that high, right? So when we do something great, we keep chasing that high. We keep chasing it and chasing it and we just can't get enough of it. That's exactly what they are. It's like a drug. That is our drug of choice. Some people abuse drugs and we judge them. We carry a label for them. We talk about them. We talk about how we're so different. Yet our drug of choice may not be that much better. Sure, they might not lead to premature death. But who says psychological death is not real? So if you're sacrificing in the pursuit of things that you need, that you think you need, you need to pause. Humans' basic needs are very few. And you might be prioritizing a need that actually is not a need. It's an actual want. Because your ego is telling you that it needs it to feel good about itself. Okay? So it's important to take time to reflect. Be mindful. And decide if this need that you claim is a need actually aligns with your value as a person. Does it? If you have good family values, but you're sacrificing your family life, is that aligned? No, it's not aligned. And guess what happens? That leads to chaos. It leads to lack of fulfillment, lack of happiness. It leads you to chasing something that you truly don't want, but you think you do. Okay. So it's important to put this in perspective for your life since you know it better than anybody else. Be honest. It sure might be a little bit painful at times, but it's important that you have these honest conversations right now rather than before your deathbed where you're laying there and you're living with regret because you ended up living a life that you didn't want. Perspective is everything. So I want this for you. Take time. Pause. It's going to be okay. All right. So number four, you feel unworthy. And negative emotions hold you back from action. Fear, judgment, and feelings of sadness make you second guess every decision. Am I right? You feel trapped by negative thoughts and struggle to replace them with ones that serve you. Is that true? Probably. It was true for me. And it's quite common. I think it's important to note, guys, that all of these are universal. Every human being goes through this for the most part, some with more seriousness. But nevertheless, they experience it. I think it's so important to create a safe space when you can empower positive progress and receive the nurturing care that you deserve. Okay? The feeling of unworthiness, okay, comes from your belief that you're not good enough. And good enough is attached to something. And you'll know what that attachment is. Why do you feel like you're not good enough? Did a parent tell you? Did you have to be something for your parents to love you? Did you have to do something for your caretakers to love you? Maybe, maybe not. The severe trauma occurred to you, maybe. What happened to you during your childhood was not your fault. Yes, you were a victim. What you do now as an adult is your responsibility. Healing is your responsibility. Getting better is your responsibility, okay? If you're sensing fear, You're afraid to fail and are uncertain about the future. And uncertainty comes from our past life, right? We have a vision of the future based on what the past is telling us in the present moment. So as I'm sitting right now, if I'm trying to picture the future, my past is trying to rear its ugly head and tell me that, hey, you might expect some of these things too. That's real. It's normal for everybody. That is why it's so important to have positive thoughts throughout the day. Okay, so let's say that out of the 97,000 thoughts that you're having today, of which I think, I don't remember the exact statistics, but it's in the 90s. 90% plus of the thoughts are reoccurring every single day. You only have control over a small percentage of the new thoughts. If you use today as the beginning and started to cultivate positive thoughts, started to read personal development or healing Or spirituality or religion, whatever your choice of empowerment, inspiration is, and you allow that to compound for the next six months to a year. Can you imagine the amount of thoughts that would be new that you would have revolving in your brain? I had to do that. I'm telling you, it works. It's important that we do that. It's uncomfortable because we're charting uncharted grounds. We're doing something that our body, our conditioned mind and body saying no to when we sense resistance and pain what our body and mind are telling us is that if you go any further you're going to change as a person okay but is that change bad for you or good for you you know it's good so do the work i think it's important guys here's another one that a lot of people struggle with procrastination you keep delaying action even when you prioritize your new goals procrastination is tied to unworthiness. There's probably thoughts that you have that make you feel like you're unworthy of it. And you don't want to try because you failed so many times and people have discouraged you during those failures that you don't want to do that again because your ego can't take another defeat or failure. That is what procrastination is. It's not just laziness. Laziness is a surface level word, okay? You hear that in school, in middle school, in high school, I I would hear it all the time. She's just procrastinating. She's just procrastinating. Oh, he or she is lazy. They don't talk about what causes that, okay? When you understand the underlying reasons why somebody procrastinates, you will have a lot more empathy for them. And now that you know for yourself, you need to have a lot of empathy, and self-compassion for yourself. Give yourself a break. It's okay to fail because the failure does not define you, does not change who you are. Your being doesn't change. So don't do that. I hope that makes sense, guys. I'm, I'm not trying to be too hard. But sometimes directness triggers certain chemical changes in our body to start retaining information. Okay, If you're sensing rejection of the information, it's your ego telling you that, no, 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 don't do it because you're going to trigger a change. If you can just create that awareness right now, I promise you, you will see the results months from now. You know, instead of facing our fears, working through friction, we hide and settle with complacency. We have a distrust for ourselves. We make it hard to build support network. We just need to check in with our fear and we need to overcome it with positive affirmations. We need to become the observers of the emotions, not the people who are actually experiencing the emotions. First, we experience it, we detach, and then we observe them pass. There is some power... In the ability to be able to absorb, not just absorb, but look at temptations. Observe temptations and fear and emotions and not do anything about it. Next time you feel fear, next time you're in front of that donut that you want to eat, next time you're facing something that is hard to resist, become the observer. Step outside and just watch. Try not to feel or think, okay? The moment you think that's your ego, just remember that. A thought comes from the ego, good or bad. You have to learn empowering tools that give you strength to take action right now. Do any of these sound familiar? Chances are they probably do because as I told you earlier, we all have these challenges and it's okay. But you do have the ability to change this. I'm going to share some stuff in later episodes that will probably give you a greater perspective on what you're capable of changing. But as of right now, it's time to make a change. If you could just take one of these and start working on them. Imagine how much progress you could make three, six, nine months, a year, two years. Where would you be? Everything starts with a thought. Okay. Okay. You need to decide what you're going to do with those thoughts though. Are you going to plant them? And if you are, are they going to be positive? Or are they going to be the old ones from yesterday? You make that decision. With that, guys, that wraps up today's episode. Again, thank you for listening. I know that your time is valuable and hopefully you got some value from this show. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. In addition, just a reminder that if you did get value, you learned something, you had a takeaway. You had a revelation, something that would, is going to improve your life. I ask that you share this with a friend. This is an organic movement, guys. That is the only way I'm going to able to grow the podcast. And honestly, the only reason I want to grow is because of you. I hope that it makes a difference in your life. And with every episode, I hope that you get to live better than you did yesterday. Maybe inspired. Maybe you learned something that created perspective. Whatever it may be, as long as I left you better than I found you, that is my goal. With that said, I will see you guys next week. Take care.